Abed and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. And I want to talk Mega for a while, as in Mega Dungeon. I believe I've talked about Mega Dungeons before, but I just, it's part of, this part of my North Texas 2019 haul, I've got Greg Gillespie's Barrow Maze Complete in the Forbidden Caverns of Asatia, and I'm going through Barrow Maze right now and prep for a review. Now, I'm, I'm no stranger to this one, Sparrow Maze. Now, first of all, let me say that I've got several Mega Dungeons from Under Mountain to Rap and Athak to this. And while I have a love-hate relationship for Mega Dungeons as a campaign, Greg's stuff actually makes me really want to run it. At the same time, I just don't find it kind of... I never found it plausible in the fantasy world why you would go down into a hole for months and months at a time just to clean it out. And he brings in brings up a good point in here that Mega Dungeons aren't really for doing that. What they're for is... Not quite smash and grab, but to do like envoys into into the dungeon usually for a purpose now okay fine your adventures you want to go out and adventure and sack pillage loot and kill the bad guys and kill the monsters and stuff like that and that's a that's a, a viable reason to go down in there but to me that can get old that's why i like something of a plot around it and also the idea of get in there get your objective done and get out because those places usually aren't the kind of places you want to spend a lot of time in. And he kind of makes it that way in here with Barrel Maze. And I think that should be the way for other for other Mega Dungeons to be too. Now, I understand in the Mega Dungeon world, that's not always possible because you can't get trapped down there. Okay, well, then your objective is to get out. Now, he doesn't make it easy to get in and out of these things, but he says that's that's the reason why you have a home base outside, which is a good thing. Now, getting back to Mega Dungeon itself, I like using them as toolboxes and piecemeal. I like taking the stuff I see in here and not just run it, but use bits and pieces in other places. I've done that with Rap, Pen, and Thuck. I've done that with Undermountain. I could probably do it with this thing. But this one's the first one that actually wanted me... Actually, I really wanted to just run as is. Mainly because it's not a vertical dungeon. It's a horizontal dungeon. And it would be easier to get in and out of. So you'd have like one level underground that covers a vast area. Kind of like Los Angeles. And... That way, you would have different entrances and exits, ways to get out. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but you can do it. And just that conceit alone makes it makes it just tantalizing for me to for me to run. 
And I'm seriously thinking about doing that with my grandson and maybe a few other of my grandchildren, whoever else I can rope into it, uh, using Labyrinth Lord, because I don't get to use Labyrinth Lord very much. Barrow Maze and Forbidden Caverns, they say they're Labyrinth Lord compatible, and they are, but they are for any old school role-playing game or clones or the clones form too. I mean, you know, I can use everything here from, from I can use this from Holmes all the way up to second edition because it, that's as I mean, there's no, I'm not saying you can't use them for third or fourth or fifth, but it might take a little work, but it's, it's worth it, especially it worked good for fifth. In fact, there is a fifth edition version of Barrow Maze out there. And I think Forbidden Caverns, I'm not sure. But anyway, I can, I can, piecemeal this dungeon if I wanted these there's a lot of places in here where I could just do like pull out one barrow and just run that as part of a plot of something else which is nice it's a lot easier to do it here than it is in the other dungeons but it is possible I mean I've I use the mouth of doom from Panathok in Astonishing Swordsman for my plots so there's that anyway to go on I was thinking it would be nice if someone, or me, uh, well, yeah, me, right? This would be a major project, what I'm talking about. Would take these mega dungeons, say, Repentathak and this, and just pull out the good part not pull out the good parts, but I mean categorize the good parts in a book to find out, okay, if I need something like this, I should use this from this mega dungeon. If I need something like a temple, use this part from a mega dungeon. Or even, I even throw in the Temple of Elemental Evil in there too, because that's easily piecemealed too. If I need a Temple of Fire, take the Temple of, you know, take that section of the Temple of Elemental Evil and, and use that. And this is how you do it. That would be interesting. That would be, it was like a, like a mega dungeon compendium. That goes along with my idea of I wanted to, I wanted to create just blank dungeons like say Dyson and the rest of them do the maps. And at the beginning have a key saying, you want this kind of dungeon? Here's what you need. You want this kind of dungeon? Here's what you need. As far as like rooms and things like that go. I am a proponent of the five room dungeon. I think it's brilliant because you can string them together. And also, I don't like to do anything over like 12 rooms. 12, maybe 20 rooms. That's about it. Because to me, then it starts stretching credulity unless you have a really strong background for it, like Barrow Maze or Under Mountain or the Temple, you know, as I was saying. Repanathuk is also got a strong background on it. But if you could take these and piecemeal them and just put them together in a book, just as a reference book, that would be nice. That would, you know, if you're doing campaigns and stuff, that would be invaluable. Anyway, there's an idea for somebody to do. Knowing me, being lazy and just wanting to run the games, I probably won't do it. But it's an idea. And if you, you know, if you do end up doing it, give me a credit or something, please. I want to be well known, too. Anyway. <laughs> That's my idea. I'm going to go start my day. So, I say that you should talk to me about this if you like. If you want to argue, you want to talk to me about this, drop me an email over at oldmangrognard.gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you. See, I'm getting the spiel down. 
And thank you once again, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Schrick, Mark C. Walring, and Gilbert Soares for my for your support. And don't forget Mark Walring's podcast, The Yawning Albear. And as of this recording, we still have a few days to go on Vigilante City. Survive This Vigilante City, book three and four. So check that out on kickstarter.com from Bloat Games. And until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>